National Weather Service in Upton has issued a blizzard warning, which is in effect from 6 a.m. Friday to 1 p.m. Saturday. This is Doty Land. Conversations from the Madison Isthmus. Here is Gregory Humphrey. Sure does feel stormy today. To me, it was a fact, given the brisk wind and moisture in the air, but also my way to break the ice as I gave my name to the young man who was to place the ordered groceries in the trunk of the car. He said he was not sure what I meant about a storm. Well, you can feel the storm. It's soon to arrive. He rather shrugged his shoulders, and with a mask on, there was no way to tell if he understood what I was conveying or just wishing to move along with his job. As I stood outside my car, and some distance away to give him the needed space, I heard the murmur of the winds in the trees that surrounded the neighborhood where the store is located. The fluffy snow that had fallen earlier this week was seeping off the store roof and blowing about so to make a super thin coating on a nearby sidewalk. I looked up at the cloudy gray skies as the occasional snow dusting from the roof landed on my head and coat. It looked like and felt akin to the yesterdays of my youth. That sifting movement of the snow was seen so often wafting off the roofs of our home and the barn back in Hancock. Hearing the wind in the trees, I could almost see the tall pines of my youth, their snow-covered branches moving about as the winter gusts had their way. And I thought about the young man who was making the delivery of the groceries to the car, with my deep appreciation for his work during this pandemic, It probably did not register at all with him as to what a storm feels like. I have often encountered that people in an urban environment have a far different connection to weather than folks who live in the country. Having come from a rural upbringing, that feel in the air, the clouds that are associated with the seasons or the switch in wind directions were all a part of our lives. Part of the reason for being so attuned was for decades ago, people would follow the forecast and then shape their work projects around the weather. I can recall countless times when weeding the garden was planned after the latest storm was to pass over, as the wet ground would allow for the pesky plants to be ripped right out with ease. Likewise, there was always a meal more suited for a stormy winter night, where the warmth of the oven being on for hours would add to the comfort of the family home. As a boy in winter, I loved to get bundled up and head outdoors. Run around the house a few times and get rid of your energy. That seemed to be the repeated request from my mom, or was that an order? One of the greatest thrills on really wintry days was to venture around the house and head in a southwesterly direction, from where some of the best winter storms came. Gathering moisture over the Panhandle region and mixing with the cold air moving down over the Canada region were the essential ingredients for a massive snow event that might make central Wisconsin look like the perfect picture postcard. I can still see the sky colored a grayish dark blue and the horizon blurred with a foggy whitish hue. The blowing snow came in sheets and the blast that drove them would sometimes take my breath away as I made the turn around the family home. I would struggle to reposition my head and gasp for a breath and then again face the onslaught of wind and walk into the snow piles that drifted in the same place where summer picnics would have occurred the previous July. I recently again read my letter Pentagramma Swartz in late winter 1977. The multi-page missive was written over four days and covers a range of topics. But what strikes me these decades later is each day I brought her up to date on the weather conditions from Hancock. 
I informed her that, quote, we've been having snowy, cloudy days, unquote, and that it, quote, reminds me of when Mom talked about in Arkansas where it would snow and then be gone the next day, unquote. I alerted her three days later, much to the chagrin of my mom, that I had passed a safety test for shop class and was all set to run the big machines for woodworking. Oh, and of course that, quote, the weekend sure is supposed to be nice and warm, unquote. What amuses me as I read the letter, other than my penmanship was pretty good long before the age of the computer ruined it, was Grandma was not in some faraway island needing to be updated on our weather. She was only in Iowa with relatives. I have been told by more than one person who did not grow up in the Midwest that we talk about the weather more than folks from other regions of the country. I have never read any poll or any anecdotal evidence to know if that is true, but I know that weather seems to never tire as a topic, and for good reason. I came to know storms should be watched up close from Grandma, and that is why I feel such a kinship with the weather all these many years later. We find that often elusive sense of security in a loved one's embrace. My mom felt safest when she had all of us tucked in under her wings in the basement, Her mother, my grandma Swartz, was a bit different. Weather phenomena were something she also enjoyed, but I need to state right up front that I never saw her willingly walk into a rainstorm or a gale. However, I do recall standing with her, her arm around my shoulder, at the screen door of her home in Hancock. She left the door ajar during what my childish understanding thought to be a massive storm. The crashing thunder and bolts of lightning were grand, but there was nothing to fear if Grandma herself was willing to be there in the midst of it all. I had never experienced a storm in that way before, watching it descend all around, viewing it up close and personal. I absolutely loved the way Grandma watched it, and knew this type of fun could be had at our home too, right across the road. But that question became, of course, how do I convince Mom that letting me ride out the storm from above ground would be a good idea? I knew instinctively that the but-grandma-said path of argumentation would likely not produce the results I hoped. My plan would take more thought than that. Moments spent watching storms with grandma demonstrated two things. The first was that weather was clearly something to be enjoyed, and secondly, and perhaps most importantly, weather can be viewed up close even when it is wild and unpredictable. That understanding is something I have carried with me every day of my life. After I had been working in radio broadcasting for a few months, I was talking with Grandma in her home. She asked what I liked best about my job, and I told her alerting listeners to the watches and warnings from wild weather was something to be very much enjoyed. There were many parts of broadcasting that warmed my heart, but imparting some drama and even a touch of the wondrous side of weather was surely something that my listeners had not heard before. It takes those types of experiences bundled over a lifetime that allows for a person to step off the front stoop, look upwards, feel the air, and know that it sure does feel like a storm today. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and please get your vaccines and your boosters and let us put a stop to this pandemic. We can do it, but we have to do it together. Thank you.